welcome to Life Pairings, where two Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And, and this <laughs> is, is Life, life Pairings. Because life is hard. So pair it with alcohol. You're awake, but you can't move. There's a presence of something or someone watching you just out of the corner of your eye. And the pressure on your chest is immense. But again, you can't move. As today's life pairing is sleep paralysis with alien abductions. We discuss succubus, scarring, and screaming. Uh, oh. Yeah. We're in our... We're in our October series. Yay. Yay. We, we're both big October scary people fans. So Yeah, I like scary stuff. And then I hate it. Yeah. And then I like it. And then I yeah. hate it again. <laughs> it's not fun when you're going to bed or you're in the bathroom at one o'clock in the morning and it's dark and your Everything clothes look like a demon. <laughs> but I just like Halloween. I like yeah. spooky month as they call it. That's what the kids mm-hmm. call it now. It's just like, yeah, you just get to dress up all month. I like it. <laughs> I, yeah, I love dressing up. I love candy. I like yep. scary movies. And um, we just thought we'd talk about sleep paralysis because it's yeah. kind of scary. What has some fun? Sc- have you ever had this, Carla? I haven't. Um, I can lucid dream, which apparently is very related, which means like you can kind of you're aware of your dream that you're dreaming. Yeah, um, but I thank God I've never had this because I'd probably lose my shit. I think I have had it. Yeah, yeah, it happens to me a bunch because it's just like it's like this, not like the most dramatic, but of it, mm-hmm. it's basically what sleep paralysis is. Just to so people know what it is, it's a mm-hmm. common condition identified by a brief loss of muscle control, as known as atonia, that it happens just mm-hmm. after falling asleep. Or just before waking up. In addition to Atonia, people all often have hallucinations during episodes of their sleep paralysis. So sometimes I think I can't breathe. Sometimes I think somebody's sitting on my chest. Sometimes I think like, and I can't wake up out of it. Right. Like, so I often wake up like, like, and it's not, I've been tested for. (laughs) not sleep apnea. I've honestly got tested, I think three times because I was like, there's no way it's not. And it doesn't happen all the time, but it's like, I, it's honestly, it's almost right before I fall asleep or if mm-hmm. I like, because like, it mostly happens to me when I wake up in the middle of the night and then go oh. back to sleep. It's right. that, it's that time. So it's always at about like three or four in the morning when you wake up to pee or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's the weirdest I've had feeling. like auditory hallucinations when I'm falling asleep, but that's, I don't know if that's at all related. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. People are like, talk about it in so many different ways because people, Mm -hmm. because they're hallucinating, right? So it's like, some people think it's like a ghost talking to them. Some people think they're being killed because it. so many people talk about it, somebody sitting on your chest or not being able to breathe or not being able to, and you're kind of And it often, I don't know, are you a back, do you sleep on your back? I oft I fall asleep on my side, but if I yeah. it happens when I wake up on my back. Okay, because I guess that's quite the common thing, which is why they think there's that chest 
I mean, that doesn't make any sense as to why your chest feels like it's tighter, but rather than if you were laying on your side, I guess. Yeah. Like I've, it's never happened where I've been on my side. It's only happened where I've been on my back because I know I'm on my back and I'm always like, and I know, remember with asthma, I have severe asthma. So when I was Mm. a kid, they used to tell me never sleep on your back. Oh, because it's just heavy on your lungs. It's hard. It's really hard to breathe that way. Like it's not an easy way to like lay down and breathe. Like, especially on a mattress. I don't know why, but doctors always used to tell me, make sure she's either sitting up or on her side because she won't be able to like breathe properly. Oh, I didn't know that. Laying on my back. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm a side sleeper and I've realized lately that I wake up every morning with my hands uh, numb because my (laughs) boobs are so big that they keep taking all the blood out of my arms. (laughs) I got to figure out a different way to like sleep. I was on my side. Yeah. Oh, you're like laying on your arm almost. On my arm, and my boobs are taking out. <laughs> Dude, oh. Just <laughs> taking they're out the all the blood. Dude, yeah. I also uh, just like uh sometimes all my whole shoulder will go down. I'm just getting old, I think too. And if I, lay I think on- so, like, and if you ask any physio or any like massage therapist, they're like, "Do you have any t- numb?" Or tingling. I'm like, when I wake up in the middle of the night, they're like, oh, yeah, that's normal. Fine. Okay, moving on. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think it is. <laughs> You're like, it hurts. I don't like it. I can't use my phone. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Well, and I also hold my, like, to fall asleep, I hold my phone up and watch it. And everyone's oh, like, yeah. every, like, massage therapist <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, my God, don't do that. And I'm always like, my neck always or they're like absolutely it is you're straining every part of your body to do that mm-hmm. i don't even know i have a tv like there's no <laughs> I reason know. but i can't like it's not i have the same thing it's hard to watch tv when you're in bed anyways it's too bright um, yeah exactly so then i put my my phone on like lowest brightness and then i'm not really watching it anyways like sometimes i just like <laughs> to leave it beside me mm-hmm. or i'm just like scrolling it's the worst these are the worst sleep habits ever they really are. Well, and then if you are visited by a shadowy figure, then at least you have your, like, you know. My little light beside you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, you can't haunt me during an old episode of Friends, you fucking losers. <laughs> uh, so we sleep- were talking before this about, sorry, uh, if, if you would like a visual example of sleep paralysis, uh, what's it called? The Haunting of Hell House or the... <laughs> oh, yeah. Which uh, they have, like, I think they're, they're now going to do a third series of something for each, like, October. They do, like, a scary thing. But anyways, one of the characters in it has sleep paralysis. But she's also being haunted by a broken neck lady. So that sucks. <laughs> that broken neck lady. That's a scary oh, show. If you're looking for a good Halloween uh, thing, watch. Yeah, The first one was really good. The second one was super annoying, to tell you the truth. Oh, see, I like the second one, but I... I think it was because I got to go through the whole thing. The first one I couldn't even finish. It was so. too scary. Yeah. It was too scary. So, but you know what? If you are having a broken neck lady or something that you think about that, like I, this <laughs> happens to me before I fall asleep. It's nothing to do with hallucination. It's just me. Put a funny hat on them. When you see, think you're like, oh, a scary thing, like a Chucky doll, put a funny hat on them. You can't, you can't be scared of something you're laughing at. I would just be so scared of the hat. I'd just be like, oh, he's doing a weird thing now. He's wearing a hat for a weird fucking reason now. Dude, I know. It's so crazy. It's, uh, it's, well, so this is an interesting thing because it's so like, it's nothing they can, they haven't studied it enough. Anything with our brains, Mm -hmm. they like can't figure out. Hey. Hey, yeah. 
That's yeah. is that an accurate statement for somebody who's had brain issues? Has brain surgery? Yep, brain surgery. Yeah, yeah they don't know what they're doing. No, like I honestly like it, like if you, if you like people who deal with the brain, they're just like, we don't know a lot about the brain. It's like if you have migraines, don't or, tell anyone that. But we just don't know. Concussions are just like well, we don't know. And like sleeping, especially, we it's still so um, just un, we just don't know. It's really hard to study that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's this specifically, I, I found a good article on sleepfoundation.org. Um, and it is, they, they go on to say sleep paralysis is categorized as a type of parasomnia. Uh, parasomnias uh, are abnormal behaviors during sleep because it is connected with rapid eye movement. That's like your REM stage of sleep. Uh, it's a sleep paralysis is considered to be a, a REM parasomnia. So it's like is the REM a, when you're sleep or no when you're dreaming or is the REM it's the REM is like I think for some reason it's one of the deepest parts of your sleep. It's the sleep that right, you so need. You're not, oh but yeah. your eyes are darting back and forth. Yeah, that's weird. It's a weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> like I want can you imagine if you opened up your eyes and they were like <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so scary. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> Oh, here. So standard REM sleep, it goes, it explains it for us. Standard REM sleep involves vivid dreaming as well as a tanya, which helps prevent acting out the dreams. However, oh. under normal circumstances, a tanya ends up waking up, uh, or a tanya ends up upon waking up. So a per- if a person never becomes conscious uh, of this inability to move. So if you're like, hold on. Yeah. So basically your brain is like, okay, we're going to sleep. And you know what? Because you're going to have a dream where you're chasing a bunny. It's probably your ex-boyfriend or something complicated. Yeah. Um, we're going to make sure that your muscles don't, so that you're not actually you're not physically do trying it. to act, yeah, act out your dream. Cause that's so it's dangerous. basically, yeah. So you don't know what's, you don't know, like you're, you're kind of, you're kind of unable to move, but your brain doesn't really know that because it's dreaming. Right. So this, this Atania makes it so you can't move right so but then as if you re- wake up while you're sort of still dreaming about your weird bunny thing yeah you can't it still is on so it's just a weird your brain, yeah your brain's fucked it up it, it's yeah, fucked up waking up guys it's fucked up waking up it didn't it did <laughs> it, it did it wrong so it says waking up it's hard enough but yeah this is waking up is hard to do um okay <laughs> as a result researchers believe that three per so just it's just confirming that sleep paralysis involves a mixed state of consciousness that blends both wakefulness and REM sleep so yeah that you basically like the atania is like still uh there making it so you can't move and your body's kind of half awake right so you're just like i've heard "Ah." i've heard it described as like you're looking at the real world but you're also dreaming (laughs) yeah So, so they, it's so, so you could see that little bunny running through your room, and just being um, like, because your brain is still kind of like, I'm kind of dreaming, but I'm also awake. And you know what? Fuck you. You're you're fucked today. Yeah. I hope you didn't have a big meeting this morning. Yeah, I hope you don't. Yeah, you're just like gonna be stressed the whole day because you think you were visited <laughs> by somebody. Um, so the fundamental symptom of sleep paralysis is a Tony. Uh, they go on to say a Tony or the. Yeah. 
the inability to move the body. It occurs shortly after falling asleep or waking up or during an episode, during an episode, a person feels awake and is aware of the loss, but is also aware of the loss of muscle control as an estimated 75% of sleep paralysis episodes include hallucinations that are distinct from typical dreams. So, uh, so, uh, (laughs) some of the hallucinations during sleep paralysis fall into three categories intruder hallucinations which involve the perception of a dangerous person or presence being in the room chest pressure hallucinations also called incubus uh, hallucinations that can incite a feeling of suffocation these frequently occur along with the intruder hallucination so you think someone's there and you think they're stopping you from breathing um and then vestibular motor halluc- uh, hallucinations, which can include uh, feelings of movement such as flying or out-of-body sensations, which is also, I used to have, hmm. I always used to think I had, like, flying dreams when I was a kid. Like, I would always fly around the house in my dreams. Oh, I always just felt like I was, this is when I would have fevers, though, but I would always feel very weightless in dreams. And dream in blue. I don't know if that's related to it. Oh, yeah. why what the fuck is going on guys someone needs to figure this out your your dream wes anderson (laughs) (laughs) this dream is in yellow i'm um it can be so so scary because you you feel like you can't move and you don't know what to do i'm finding out i'm literally reading this and finding out i'm like oh i I, there is not a ghost in my room So have you seen, have you had like a hallucination of seeing someone in your room? I just know. I just feel like there's someone there and I can't breathe. So I'm just like, (gasps) I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck? Like, and I, so then you're up, right? Cause you're like, what was that? I Then I have to switch, like I switch on all the lights. I put on a night lamp. I have to put TV Mm -hmm. back on and I'm terrified. Yeah. I swear this happened like a couple of weeks ago. Not even a couple of days ago. And then I called my brother and I was like, there's a ghost in my room. And he was like, okay. <laughs> but I was so <laughs> scared. I was like, oh my yeah. God. It's but just you've such... never actually seen anything then. No, I've never hallucinated anything. That would be, that would, like that, the feeling alone of like, I'm sure when you wake up and you can feel somebody on your chest or something on your chest and like feel like somebody's in the room with you. That's scary as shit anyways. I also just feel like this is science trying to tell me that ghosts aren't real and I do not appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a I'm a very skeptical person on most things. I the the thing is still out on ghosts. Yeah, I haven't knows? seen any, but I just don't know. I don't know. It's something that I'm very afraid of. So I don't want to piss any lose. off, I'll tell you that. Exactly. So I would just lose if I saw something, I would lose my shit. That'd be it. I would never be sleeping again. I'd be the end of it oh i'm just reading here after starting and if you've if you had your sort of first uh instances of this uh, it would typically show up in between 7 to 25 and then Mm. after starting in the teenage years episodes may occur more frequently in the 20s and 30s so right interesting well i think apparently we have a lot of this stuff i don't know if it was specifically this or a couple of other ones um like sleepwalking and stuff which is not this but um happen all the time to kids yeah because uh, I, so that's scary <laughs> well, they kids probably... are scary also ghost kids are the scariest thing oh god all of it combined <laughs> is just the scariest uh, dude also just like kids if you're like d- doing this and they're like there's something scary in my room you're like no there's not go to yeah. sleep 
Dude, my nephew one time was just like, Auntie, there's a ghost in my room. You gotta come sleep with me. I was like, we're not fucking sleeping in there, dude. <laughs> I was like, you come sleep in here, man. <laughs> there's yeah. no ghost in Get in, in the here. car. We're going to a hotel. He was like seven. He was like, can you go get my blanket? I was like, uh-uh. I was like, we can go together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I used to babysit a kid. This is not. No, this is sleep. I think it's sleep. So when kids sit up and they talk. They're oh, not it's, awake. It's, yeah, it's just like it's I, think of, is, I think that's night terrors. I think which are well, different. Just talking in your sleep. I mean, it's just like a, it's one of these parasitical whatever it is uh, mm-hmm. disorders. That's what they call it. A yeah, par- it's like when it's but, any time when it's a child and you're babysitting oh, yeah. and they sit up and start talking nonsense. <laughs> it's very scary. <laughs> when i used to rock that's my not nep- this this is not no when i used to rock my nephew to sleep when he was like like one and then he yeah. would just talk to people behind me he'd be like hello oh. and, I'd, and i'd be like because we'd be in the dark right and i'd be like no yeah. thank you sir <laughs> you're like no more <laughs> just, talking and i'd be like auntie's gonna rock you in the light no sleep today <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so scary yeah it is scary it's like this totally interesting thing that's just you're just kind of in between states so you're everything that your dreams are doing are kind of it feels like it's really happening right yeah and do they know what causes it well not really this is the thing they're like it could have something to do with it uh other sleep disorders so uh sleep apnea could cause it because you're kind Uh, of like not breathing you're in and out of breathing excessive daytime sleepiness Okay. Um, I thought so, narcolepsy. You are more likely to have sleep paralysis if you have narcolepsy. You are not if you have sleep paralysis. You it doesn't mean that you have narcolepsy. Interesting, but that yeah. is one of the um, symptoms, I guess, of having narcolepsy. Well, this is um, um, they're basically saying like any sort of fucking with your circadian rhythms. Your oh, brain yeah. really needs those. You really need to like have a rhythm of like a sleep awake, a sleep awake. Um, so shift but workers. We really need to like stay up and watch like the fifteenth episode of that TV show. Yeah. Why well, that <laughs> if you're like if you're just too exhausted, and this is the you know when this happens, like not that this particular thing that happens to me in the day, but if I have mm. a sleep in the day, like a twenty yeah. minute sleep in the day, I have the most vivid, outlandish dreams. Where I'm just like, well, what was that? Yeah. But I think it's because my body's still kind of half awake. Right. Because yeah. it knows yeah, it really shouldn't be sleeping. Like, the deep sleep is the when you're not dreaming. Yeah. But then, yeah. But REM sleep oh. is when you're dreaming. Right. And this happens during REM sleep. Is that right? This happens during REM sleep. This happens right. if you, essentially if you, yeah. essentially if you wake up during REM sleep. Right. Is what they think because it's the most active part of your brain just being like still sort of functioning and then that Atonian keeping you sort of paralyzed. Yeah. So and I mean it's tr- Yeah. It's kind of fucked up. I so um we will probably do a lot of sleep disorders just because I'm kind of obsessed with it and I've had to do a lot of research on it for my book. Uh that I wrote, which is a sci-fi book, which also involves aliens, just like a drink. But uh, in it one of the people never sleeps and so i was like oh i have to explain dreaming to somebody and i was like what the fuck <laughs> when you think about like if you have to explain to somebody that's never had like a dream before yeah how would you do it like it's this crazy magical time where you get to 
fly and also dinosaur try to eat you and they're zombies if you're really stressed out at work then dream about zombies sometimes and then <laughs> very confusing so yeah yeah sleep disorders are uh well they i'm just reading here as well to people who have like um show traits of imaginativeness and disassociation have a higher are more likely to experience sleep paralysis right um there also may be a link between vivid nightmares or lucid dreaming like you had mentioned earlier yeah yeah um just because you're like it's not like you're just like ah <laughs> you're like you're not like fully in it i guess yeah you're lucid dreaming you're maybe not fully no because you're kind of making it, choices you're... right yeah so you're kind of hovering in that weird world between night and sleep end yeah so i looked up to see like is it an issue like is this a problem mm. <laughs> so they say for most people <laughs> sleep paralysis is not a serious problem it's cl- classified as a a uh, benign condition and usually does not mm. happen frequently enough to cause any sort of significant health problems. However, right. an estimated 10% of people uh, who have recurring or bothersome episodes that make sleep paralysis especially distressing, as a result, they may develop negative thoughts about going to bed right. um, and reducing time allotted for sleep or provoking anxiety around bedtime that makes it harder to fall asleep. And then sleep deprivation can lead to excessive sleepiness and numerous other consequences for a person's overall health. So it can, it can lead to other stuff. The experience itself isn't really going to affect you. It, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's scary. It's fucking so scary. Yeah. Cause you're, and it will probably disturb that night of sleep. Yeah. But it's not, yeah, I guess it's not like a, it's not a sign of any like neurosis or, no not really just basically it's just like uh, you know what i could also explain my whole life of just being like sort of half aware of everything all the time so (laughs) this this tracks this tracks you're you're just like paralyzing all the time all all the time yeah sometimes like people are talking and i'm just like i don't know what anybody has said for the last 30 (laughs) minutes and then they're gonna look at me and i'm gonna have to say something (laughs) yeah yeah and that's scary that's just being i think that's just being a human I think so. Yeah, especially these days, <laughs> like, too. Everything is just, like, so hard to focus on now. I'm just like, I know. I'm like, do a TikTok dance. <laughs> also, like, I need my phone in front of me at all times, but I also want to be watching TV and also the TikTok. And yeah. and also, uh, I want to be... go outside. And I want to be terrified by everything all the time. Exactly. <laughs> Doom scrolling. It's just great fun. Yeah. 100%. Well, do you have any history for us, Carla? I do. This is actually one of the things, uh, one of the more historically known sleep disorders, I suppose we could say, uh, because it's basically been around since we started writing things down. Uh, it's often was seen as unseen night demons. There's an old hag in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and alien abductions Ooh. that are all attributed to sleep paralysis and all cultures have stories of evil creatures appearing to helpless humans at night so that's Mm. how pervasive this whole thing is our favorite subject let's talk about treating people so the (laughs) 7th century byzantine physician paulus agianetta treated it with you get (laughs) the favorite what's the favorite uh, treatment booze Booze. No, that would have been better. 
Now oh, this what? one's bleeding. Oh, we had purgatives, which I assume does make them vomit and yeah, shit. make you barf. And that's, uh, what, that's what I'm gonna of- call it when when I puke after I'm drinking it. I'd be like, oh yeah, I had a purgative again. <laughs> um, also, friction of the extremities, which is a new one I haven't seen before. Sounds like molestation. Uh, yeah, it's it's shaving the head, cupping. You know, like cu- using cupping. The- yeah which is still used now, and scarring of the throat. Okay. I don't know why that's helpful. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I mean, neither is bleeding, but that seems a real weird one. Uh, the 10th century Persian polymath, Akhawaini Bokhari, thought it was uh, vapors of phlegm, so this is from that, you know, four humors theory, that ascended from the stomach to suffocate the brain. Ugh. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're like doing research and a lot of times you're just like, da, 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 write these notes, write these notes. And then you get to a sentence like that. And you're like, we, sorry, what? <laughs> How is this? How are vapors of phlegm suffocating my brain? Uh, his treatment, bloodletting. Of course. So, why, yeah. why do people love to bloodlet? Huh? I don't know. It's very, seems very dumb. Obviously the Christians thought it was akin to demonic possession. So they were treated with prayers and exorcism. Which, I mean, prayers is better than bloodletting. Yes. Uh, I don't know about exorcism. There's probably <laughs> bloodletting in, in exorcism. Um, I imagine. So some uh, historical cultures and what they believed it was. Uh, the Canadian Inuit believe that it's a spell of shamans that's put on somebody. Japanese folklore says that it's a vengeful spirit. Oh, um, oh. Brazilian folklore calls it Pisid which means she who steps which is a crone with long fingernails and walks on the chest of people oh god scary that is scary yeah in mexico it's believed to be the spirit of a dead person um and it's called seme sueb sabio el muerto seme subio el muerto which Ooh, don't say her name another on... time. That's like Beetlejuice. <laughs> We're gonna have me in trouble. But basically, it just means like a dead body climbed on top of me. Oh, that direct translation is so frightening. <laughs> no, like I bet you it's put more eloquently when you say it in Spanish. But let I me know. tell you this: transverse <laughs> that literal translation just scared the poop out of me. Yep. So no sleeping tonight. Just put a funny. Well, I say put a funny hat on it. Um... No, a lot of people you. see a shadowy figure, and for some reason, a lot of them see them wearing hats. I don't oh. know what kind of hats, but this is not where I got my theory from. But like I'm a top thinking hat. fedora, <laughs> top <laughs> hat, yep, yeah. fedora, creepy, Maybe a, creepy hat, a poor, uh, like a newspaper hat, newspaper boy hat. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. A pobo, um, one of those Austral- Australian ones with the uh, <laughs> cork. <laughs> see, that's funnier. Could, hey, yeah, uh, could could be the old fashioned Victoria ones, but like not just like has a, like a feather out of the cap. <laughs> yeah, or like yeah. a big bow on top. You're like, no, oh, you're silly. <laughs> um, you kind of mentioned uh, that they had it, something. Part of it was called incubus. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is one of the things. This is kind of where the whole incubus succubus thing often comes from, uh, and this starts. Like, all the way back in Mesopotamia in 2000 BCE, all the way into, like, the Roman Empire. 
uh, incubus basically translates to to sit on in Latin. Oh. And yeah. It's so like they the kind band. of they <laughs> to sit on? No, that's the band called Incubus. <laughs> oh yes, Incubus. And they're uh, I can't remember what the song's called. I just remember that song. <laughs> um Canadian band, I think. I'm not certain. I don't know. Uh anyways, they, they thought that the incubus sat on people's chests and would induce horrifying dreams and physical immobility. There is a, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this. We'll try to maybe post a picture in the notes of The Nightmare, which is a 1781 painting by Henry Fuseli. Fuseli? Fuseli? Okay. Um, Like the the, the noodle? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, kind of. Okay, great. It's a picture where you kind of, if you've seen it before, it's a woman really like laying back, kind of almost her head falling off the, the bed. And there's like a weird evil kind of, demony things sitting on her chest no like so no um the succubus because for fans of things like lost girl i was like what's the difference between a succubus and an incubus incubus is man succubus is female oh i see okay yeah i didn't know that so apparently the succubus is descended from the ancient figure of lilith do you know anything about lilith um well there was a uh true blood series <laughs> with the oh the, remember lilith and she was like a vampire goddess <laughs> yes but that's okay. all probably a different thing <laughs> well i was gonna say my one is from supernatural where it wasn't a vampire but it was a similar thing i'm guessing um but this came from uh originally they found it in sumerian texts from uh 2400 bce a vampire-like creature preying on men while they slept. Oh, it is vampire-like. Uh, yeah. But who also bore the children of these nocturnal visits. Um, it, there's like a lot of weird religious stuff it gets into. Some people think that she was like kind of the the um, female version of like sin or something. Uh, Mesopotamian and Hebrew representations of the little of relate her to the devil um and she's often seen as like a serpent or a snake or a dragon so maybe when you're having sleep paralysis some fancy lady is really just sitting on you and then (laughs) gonna get pregnant and then suck out all your breath i'm not really sure but i mean it all sounds pretty scary (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) I'm like I'm like waiting for the moment where they're just like, eh, it's like a you know like it's a good thing, and then they bless you. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm, nope, still mm-mm, scary, mm-mm. still a super <laughs> scary idea. Oh my Not God. a friend just visiting you in the middle of the night, being like, no, go back to sleep, precious. I'll see night you night. Also, that's creepy. So there's just no way of doing that. That's not creepy. Yeah. Um, the more modern take on this, and this is a very controversial subject, but is that alien abductions? Ooh are the sort of modern version of this. So rather than an incubus sitting on you, you are having um, an alien do probing or medical things. Yeah, Yeah, they're doing butt stuff. They're doing butt stuff. Same area, I guess, (laughs) as the succubus, kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean... What do people want with our asses? (laughs) uh, The majority of sightings of aliens happen at night. 
and they often involve people you know reporting that they can't move um but maybe maybe aliens are just using sleep paralysis as a way to cover up the kidnapping yeah this i mean i've been me being abducted 10 times makes more sense than just me yeah (laughs) stopping breathing or whatever the hell is happening um scientific from a science perspective um they're not really sure about this from science they do believe that uh people are more likely to report alien abductions after being exposed to things like movies or books uh like on the ideas of uh aliens which would then sort of make sense because that stuff would permeate into your dreaming if you're then waking up in this weird state um then you may think you're being abducted um but it's at this point it is plausible but it's unproven so that's kind of interesting that that we've had this our whole existence well existence basically and now it's it evolves you know it's a demon or it's a um it is interesting yeah you're right that it never like people keep equating it to something else like there's always the idea that something else is happening yeah Yeah. i also think there's like and i mean this is a little far out but why not i think there are different Mm -hmm. levels of consciousness and we just aren't evolved enough to understand what those levels are so i don't think we really understand what dreaming is i don't think we really understand what like there's deep levels of meditation that 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 some people can go into and experience a completely different reality so it's like i just don't think we even understand the baseline of what's happening in our brains so dreaming is like something that is uh I mean, I've had dreams and some of those dreams have come true sometimes. I've had interesting conversations with dead relatives in dreams. I mean, who knows? Like, that Mm -hmm. could be not real or it could be totally real. Like, I, no one really knows. And they can't explain it. Like, think of how you were just like, yeah, I tried to write about what a dream is. Yeah. But how do you, how do you... We've never had to explain it because everybody usually has it. I mean, there are people that don't dream, but... um. Yeah, it's it's very messed up, and yeah. I think, I mean, I think I am very sure that this sleep paralysis thing is a lot of this stuff. It makes sense because that's what it feels like. It feels like yeah. you just can't move and you're not awake, but you are awake. And I've always like when I'm waking up, I can't figure out where I am. Like I can't tell mm-hmm. time. Like this is like mm-hmm. this is a terrible reason to be late for work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I just can't tell time in the morning. It's the craziest thing. But there's I wake this... up from a nap and I think it's the middle of the night, so I don't know why they expect me to be able to wake up at nine o'clock at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and go to work. I um, obviously work from home. <laughs> yeah, like no one's starting at nine. Everyone's are, everyone's on coffee at nine. Yeah, everyone's already done. We're happy. Yeah, dude, I've honestly, like, there's this thing that I, my brain, I just can't, like, I'll look at the time, and it takes me, mm-hmm. like, three times to process it. Like, Well, because I, I think, yeah, we don't, our consciousness, we don't really go from, like, like, if you think about it, you're basically unconscious. I mean, you yeah. are, basically, you know. And then well, you suddenly have to be, like, awake and in the shower and doing a productive life thing, and you just had this crazy, vivid dream about something that's, you know, very emotional um or scary or whatever and then yeah. you know and i've always to, like switch out of it i've always made the joke because i do have a hard time waking up like so mm. i waking me up either has to happen in two ways you either have to let me wake up for like an hour 
or I yeah. have to jump out of bed in a running start. Right. Makes no sense, but it's like I either have to just get going or like I have to lay yeah. there for an hour and just like listen to the alarm go off 30 times. But I've always yeah. I truly feel like I'm, I'm being same. transported from another dimension every time I fucking wake up in the morning cuz yeah. I'm just like what is this? Why am I doing this again? <laughs> well, and especially if you're having it? like vivid dreams. I feel really bad yesterday um my mom came to pick me up um because my husband did a half marathon so he had to get up at like i don't know what time he had to get up very early the marathon started at 7 30 and we were gonna go watch him so basically all i had to do was wake up at well I, my mom was picking me up at nine anyway she shows up 10 minutes early obviously i'm still in bed i go downstairs in my pajamas open the door and go you're early and then just walk back upstairs <laughs> and i'm like my poor mom has been screaming at me since I was born. Like, Carla, do you know what time it is? What? Do you know what time it is? And she's she's just come to pick me up for a nice, you know, a nice thing. Day. And I'm just, oh, you're 10 minutes early. Our poor mothers have just taken <laughs> yeah. the brunt of it. I, it uh, but it is like, I honestly, like, I have a hard time in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just a... Uh, it's but tr- truthfully i just like to sleep so i have a hard time at night yeah, too that's... like if it's too late at night i'm like i'm done i want to go to sleep yeah um, i just sleep is i don't like to fall asleep but can't fall asleep and i can't wake up and i think a lot of people that is yeah i, I assume the majority of the world is not getting up with being like whoa i'm so excited <laughs> you are that person please i don't know make a I... drug out of your blood or something yeah so share with it. me your there are certainly like, oh, I'll tell you a time in which I am never gonna be like that. Vacation, mm. Mm. like oh, I'm more, I'm in morning prison during vacation. Oh boy, it's like someone's like flipped a switch, and I'm like, oh, I don't have to get up. So, oh, somehow I want. I'm to gonna get up. get up at six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Well, shall we get into the drink? Hmm. Uh, this is a fun one. Carla picked this one, uh, and you have gone with the alien abduction. <laughs> you know the famous cocktail. The uh, famous Serge. cocktail. We wanted to do paralyzers, but we've got- already done it. <laughs> yeah. So we can't did, redo it. Did you it. find out a lot of history on this? No, zero history. But oh. I can certainly tell you how to make it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, because sometimes when people just uh, make up a drink, it was <laughs> not a lot of like, <laughs> uh, not a lot of history. Not but this is a rum cocktail, yeah. and this is more like a punch cocktail. So hey, it's like uh, if you have enough of these, you will feel like you have been abducted by aliens. Yeah. Um, it is a very sweet drink. Mm-hmm. It is uh, a rum drink. It is, and so here's how you make it. It's bright fucking yellow. One yeah. cup of coconut rum, <laughs> sixty-four Which ounces so of good. sixty-four ounces of cold water, one and a half cups of it's a Splenda, but just like sugar. Like, don't be a. Fucking this is not one drink. This is makes. This is to make a punch. Yeah. Yes. Two yeah. thirds cup of lemon juice, uh, one third cup of lime juice, and five kiwis peeled. So the kiwis are is a nice little addition in there. Yeah, well, I think that that gives a little green coloring maybe to your alien. Yeah, you're like bright yellow and green, and you're like, ooh. Yeah. 
Um, it's sweet. It's fun. Uh, I this will honestly, if I woke up like that again and was scared, uh, I might want I might want twenty of these. <laughs> yeah, it's also very like uh, summery, I guess, in a way. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty summery, and it's also just like mm-hmm. um, it seems like something you would be like sitting out on the porch drinking a punch, yes. and then you got abducted. I, yeah, from a trailer park. <laughs> uh but this is just from uh recipezaz.com so they have lots of cool drinks on there so sometimes we just find a cool drink to also guess what sometimes just a fun Mm. new drink is a good idea i think so it's fun to put we haven't actually done a lot i really like uh coconut rum yeah it's delicious is uh called not southern california what's it called uh malibu Malibu. Uh, yeah. And we haven't done that much. So. No. Um, this is fun. This is a good one. Yeah. So honestly, we'll put that, we'll put it up on the, um, we will put this one up on the Instagram this week mm-hmm. and you can see how to make it and it's fun. And I don't know, send us some pictures and let us know if you liked it. Uh, yeah. Or if you want, if you have a fun cocktail. S- yeah. Sleep paralysis. Yeah. Tell us your sleep paralysis um, stories. The story. Yeah. Because those- Kind of scary. That's pretty scary. Um, before we uh, learn some other things, uh, just sending out a nice invite to everyone to join our Patreon. Oh yeah, we got a Patreon. Uh, we do extra fun stuff on it. Yay! Uh, yeah, you can go to www.lifeparentspodcast.com and in the top right corner there is a button that says Patreon. Uh, you click on that, and it takes you over to a website, and we have three levels. Do you remember our levels, Carla? There is the Beer League, the Wine Club, and Cocktail Hour, I believe. Not necessarily in that order, but uh, it starts off with getting monthly bonus episodes. So at yeah. that, that's, that's exciting. Different series, different fun, fun stuff. We <laughs> Yeah. We do all kinds of different stuff. And then uh, then there's, I think, you, the, the next level is you get extra bonus content, which is just like yeah, little mini little interviews, little tidbits, us. little te- yeah. quizzes we do. Fun stuff. And the top tier, you get merch. Woo woo. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you to our Patreons who already listen. And if, uh, if mm-hmm. you're not one and you want to be, uh, you know how now. So uh, thank you for continuing to listen. I think how Carlos got some now. fun facts for us. Yes, I do. One of the things, I don't know if we actually got down to numbers. I've read various different numbers, but one of them was one in four healthy individuals will experience sleep paralysis. Okay. So if you hadn't had it yet, you might be... Uh, you might, it might be in okay. your... Might happen to you. Because you said it, it can happen to you later. Yeah, they, it's a, it said if you if you've typically had it in like your early childhood and teens, it could reoccur more likely in your twenties and thirties. Right. So yeah. Um. This is a weird one, and I don't. I, I wanted to go down a real big rabbit hole, but I didn't have time. Uh, there's a thing called sudden unexplained nocturnal death syndrome. Uh, so it's kind of the same as SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome. Uh. And in 1986 to 1988, 10 cases of this appeared in Southeast Asian refugees. And this was reported to the CDC. And this was especially happening to uh, Loatian Hmong men. And they reported 
a crushing nightmare spirit sitting on their chest, taking their breath. And to this day, CDC still says the cause of death remains unknown. So what is likely is that maybe some sleep paralysis with other things can probably cause a heart attack or can cause some kind of, you know, malfunction or whatever. Um, but it is a little bit scary. Yeah, that yeah. maybe. Yeah, dude. It's a hundred percent scary. <laughs> Just to add a little 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 extra thing that maybe is a little freaky. Yeah. I think that's I don't really have a ton on there. But yeah, check out some stories if you're like me and you like to listen to podcasts only during october that are scary things uh check out some sleep sleep paralysis stories that's uh yeah it's definitely like a it's a it'll be a trending thing and it's uh Mm -hmm. it's uh it's a weird one i've had i've had lots of friends who talk about having it as well um especially like comics because we're always like a little drunk and then we go back to the hotel and you're sort of in and out of it anyways so i've had a lot of like you have like a weird sleep schedule right so yeah it makes sense so i've had like a lot of friends be like i was in a hotel and this scary thing happened to me and then and then we all think like oh that hotel's haunted (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like and I, I just found this too uh and, it, and it's described in so many different ways like you were talking about did you bring up the old hag from newfoundland i didn't i there it's in shakespeare but i didn't know about one in newfoundland yeah in newfoundland sleep paralysis is called the old hag it's described as suddenly being awake but paralyzed usually after just falling asleep often feeling a weight on the chest and sometimes seeing grotesque human or animal astride your chest so newfoundlanders think it might be caused by either working too hard or uh blood stagnating (laughs) when they lie on their back um or hostile feelings from another person so you could be the old hag sitting on your chest i like that you're working too hard that's a very uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) grief you're working too hard by um Lord, thunder, and Jesus, put your shovel down. The old hag's going to get you. Um, <laughs> but, well, that's us for this week. You know what we're going to do? Go fall asleep on our backs and see if we can get it to happen. <laughs> yeah. I want to meet this this lady. Oh, man. She Lilith can... or the hag. No, or... thank you. <laughs> well, you guys. We don't, don't. Just in case the world is. No, 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 no. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm joking. I'm not funny. I'm not funny. Please stop. <laughs> Um, well, thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, we can't wait to uh, see you next week. And we hope you have a very nice, uh, well-rested week and you don't have the old hags on your chest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you next time. Uh, thanks, guys.